Are you looking to get an edge in life but haven't been able to figure it out? Welcome to 10 to Win, the podcast hosted by Kevin Steidel and Jason Cullum. Give us 10 minutes of your time and we'll show you how to create a winning mindset. Welcome back to episode number two, part two of the podcast 10 to Win. This is the podcast focusing on how to create a winning mindset in 10 minutes. This is the practical applications episode. And just to recap, on Monday, we focused in on the heavy content of self-discipline. Today, we've got some incredible things that you can do to help you create a winning mindset in regards to self-discipline, and it starts right now. So let me dive back into something that we talked about on Monday, Kev, and that was why is self-discipline so important in creating a winning mindset? To achieve a winning mindset in life, you must do the things that you don't want to do. The average person who stands before the intersection, and we talked about that on Monday, the intersection, you can go right, you can go left. To the right, it's easy road. To the left, it's the hard road. The average person who stands before that typically takes the easy road. They hear those external voices and they simply just say, I don't know if I've got this, when in reality, they probably do. Okay, and those those people are going to end up being mediocre people. So let's revisit that quote that we talked about on Monday from Nick Saban. Mediocre people don't like high achievers and high achievers don't like mediocre people. So let's start this episode out with asking this to our listeners. Where are you at in your life? Are you someone who can go the extra mile but chooses not to? You know, as I've gotten older, I've had to change the priorities in my life. You know, I've got four kids. Kevin's got four kids. I'm sure he's changed a lot of things in his life too. But one of the things that I wanted to do as I've gotten older is to read. I've never been a reader. I was never a reader growing up, never a reader in high school. And of course, as I've gotten older, I've seen the value in reading, except for the fact that I have a family of six and they own my time during the day. My boys are in extracurriculars. The days are very busy. So what did I need to do in order to achieve reading? I had to change my schedule. I had to adapt and overcome, which means that now I wake up at 5 a.m. Why? Because nobody needs me at 5 a.m. My kids are sleeping. My wife's asleep. No one can bother me. And this is the time that I have given myself in the morning for personal development. Okay. And that could be reading or it could be doing something else And that extra hour that I give myself every day creates more productivity for me. So think about it like this. If you gave yourself one extra hour a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year, meaning 365 days a year, you would have 365 extra hours to be productive and accomplish more. When you wake up and you're accomplishing things and you have that feeling of accomplishment, that springboards you into the rest of your day and your mind and your productivity peak just because you were able to use some self-discipline and wake up one hour earlier. So our goal, Kevin and I's goal, is for you to recognize that you need some more self-discipline. So here's some practical things that you guys can do as listeners to get better self-discipline. And my first step is to recognize the moment in which you know you should be doing more. So every day when you wake up and you're presented the crossroads, you're presented the intersection to go right or to the left, okay, 
Or you simply just look in the mirror and you're like, man, this is a moment in which I can choose to be better or I can choose to be the same person that I am today. It is that moment that you have now recognized that begins the process for you to be more self-disciplined. If you didn't understand the moment, if you never knew the moment, then when would you know to change? But because you know the moment and you've recognized it, that's the first step in changing. It's almost like, and I hate to even go down this road, Kevin, but you know, if someone's suffering from alcoholism, you know, the moment that they change is the moment that they recognize they have a problem. And so for the first step in creating self-discipline, it's to identify that moment. And then you begin changing. Secondly, once you recognize you need to change, you need to begin giving more. Take the next steps forward. Actually give more time to the task at hand. Don't just think about it. Take action and do something about it. Even just a few extra moments could get, could make the difference between you succeeding and you failing. Third, try and change your schedule. If something's not working, do something about it. We talked about waking up an extra hour early. Yes, the easy road is, to the right is to say, nope, I'm going to sleep in tomorrow. I don't need to do that. But if you choose to go to the left and you choose to go down the harder path, that's a change. That's a change in, in your mindset. That's a change in what you're doing with your daily activities. And you're now choosing, even though it's harder, to try and be more productive. So simply doing something different during your day, changing your routine is going to help you. What are some additional things you got, Kev? Jason, we've got five steps, okay? Five steps for all of our listen listeners to help develop their self-discipline plan. Step number one is choose a goal. Let's use you as the example, right? You have chosen the goal that you want to read more. Step number two, find your motivation. This is a crucial step in this is finding out why you want to do something, right? Um, for a lot of our listeners, this could be exercise. Why do you want to exercise? Is it because you are overweight? Is it because you want to live a healthier lifestyle? Is it because you want to look good naked, right? What is the motivation? And so I'll ask you, Jason, what, what was your motivation? Why do, did you want to start reading more? Well, Kevin, motivation is the key factor, I think, in doing this. And you have to understand that if you want long-term success, okay, the motivation and the desire to get there is going to be the reason on why you do it. So for me, the motivation on why I wanted to read more was because I felt like I was on social media more than I needed to be. And quite honestly, books themselves have a much better, they have much better content than what social media has. And then secondarily to that, I was actually talking with my neighbor one day and uh, I really value my neighbor's opinion. Um, he's a leader in the industry that he works in. And he made this quote, he said, readers are leaders. And that really hit me. That made me feel like, the more involved that I got with reading, the more involved that I got with with finding content specifically on leadership. And, you know, some of that even motivated me to uh, do this podcast with Kevin, which is, you know, changing your mindset, changing your ways. All of that was found in books. So that was my motivation is that I knew that I was spending time on useless things and then 
the quote from my neighbor really just hit it over the head for me. And that was readers are leaders. And I loved it. Yeah. Readers are leaders. That, that's great. Right. So you found the motivation, right? You wanted to be a leader. There were things in the books that you wanted to learn. And, and so that's your motivation, right? And it's, it's incredibly important to identify that piece of motivation in these steps because why else are we doing it? Right. Um, and, and so if it's not serving a, a, a great purpose for us, then it's really easy for us to give up. All right. Step number three is identify the obstacles. And so now that you've, you've chosen the goal, you want to read more, you find your motivation that you want to be a leader and, and there's information out there that you know, you want to, you, you know, you want to learn, you want to spend less time on social media. So let's identify the obstacles. The obstacles for you, Jason, were that you didn't have enough time in the day to read you, your family's monopolizing your day. And so um, the obstacle is that I don't have enough time. So what do you do? You create more time. You wake up at 5 a.m. So you can spend one hour a day uh, dedicated to, to reading and learning. Step number four, developing your self-discipline is replacing the old habits. Let me ask you this, Jason. What old habits did you have to get rid of in order to fulfill this 5 a.m. wake up call so that you could read more. I think in its simplest form, you have to manage your time and manage your day better. So if you're someone that likes to stay up late and sleep in, well, that's certainly not going to work. But, you know, you have to alter some things knowing that the ultimate goal here is to wake up earlier and get my day started and be more productive and more motivated to reach what my goal is, and that's to read more. So I ended up going to bed slightly earlier in order to wake up slightly earlier to, you know, keep on the path of what my, of what my goal was and, um, old habits of staying up late. They've got to go, you know, that was something that I wanted to change no matter, you know, Kevin, think about it like this, you know, you put your kids to bed and isn't that time with your wife just glorious. I'm not saying I don't love my kids. I love my kids, but isn't that time with your wife just a little bit glorious when you guys can sit down Absolutely. and watch a show, talk without being interrupted? You know, even some of that has to change a little bit um, and not stay up so late in order to achieve your goals of waking up at 5 a.m. and begin reading and getting your day started off on a good note. And that leads us to step number five, monitor your progress. We, we've got to stay on top of what we're doing, right? Now, what I'd like to do here, Jason, is I'd like to challenge our listeners to do something this week. So I want to challenge all of the listeners to complete what I would call a deep work session. And I'm going to say five of these in the next two weeks, a deep work session could be exercise. It could be reading a book or it could be uh, strategizing for their business or creating a, a better, more developed to do list. Uh, whatever that is, I want I want our listeners to create five deep work sessions out of their day over the next two weeks. And I'd love to hear from the listeners to, to those who, who tried it and it worked and, and what that led to, or the ones that tried it and it didn't work and, and ones that we might be able to help mentor to get over that floor. But that's a challenge as, as part of this application episode, um, let's, let's try to get some people to actually develop some self-discipline habits. That's it guys. We want to thank you for tuning in to episode number two. 
titled Self-Discipline. That's it for part number two. We will see you back in Better Than Ever on Friday for a special interview with a, a guest. Uh, man, I can't wait for this. Remember, if you are impacting or influencing just one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to learn a winning mindset. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time to create a winning mindset. Remember, we'll release a new episode every Monday. So be sure to start your week off right by listening to 10 to Win. Please subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast. And remember, if you're impacting or influencing one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to create a winning mindset. Yeah, yeah.